This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Are you in a sketchy situation on the work this morning, on the way to work? Yeah, I'm feeling Final Destination vibes because the universe is trying to tell me something. Pulled up to get a coffee. I'm at the speaker. They're like, we're actually not going to be open for another 20 minutes. We're running a bit behind today. I'm like, oh, that sucks. That's also really strange. That's never happened. So I don't know. Maybe someone didn't show up for work and they were just like Mm. behind on opening the store. That's fine. So I drive away. And now if they were to open at a normal time, this next situation wouldn't have happened. And that's what's freaking me out a little bit. So I was driving down the road, and then all of a sudden I see in the corner of my eye someone going like 90 kilometers an hour out of a parking lot onto the main road that I'm driving on. And they would have smashed like right into me, going so fast. And luckily you saw them in time. I saw them in time, and I slammed on the brakes, and I slammed on the horn, and then they still didn't hesitate, didn't stop, and they just kept going like swerving lanes. The next thing I knew, they were like gone. They were going so fast. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it totally, if you have seen Final Destination, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I'm like, what does that mean? That's so scary. So I ended up just coming straight to work, shocked, no coffee in hand. So I haven't had any caffeine. But you're still buzzing. Yeah, my heart's pounding. We need to calm Lisa down now that she's safe. No Final Destination here. You're good, right? Can you do everything for me today? Because I'm scared to, like, have experiences. So I'm just going to sit here. And can you, like, get me a drink? Can you feed me? This doesn't... No, this is starting to sound ridiculous now. You want me to get you, like, food because you're afraid of what? Well, what if, like, a knife falls on me? Stay out of the knife drawer. Anyway, if anybody... It'll somehow make its way out. If you haven't seen Final Destination... On-screen celebrities right now are doing things to try to help out... The, uh, the writers, the behind-the-scenes peeps that are still on strike. Yes, but not only the writers. They're now thinking about the crew members, mm-hmm. people who are out of a job because True. they're not working on set. So actors, writers, directors have all collaborated on this charity auction where the proceeds will go towards helping crew members whose health care benefits are currently at risk during the strike. Okay. So on this auction, you can bid on John Lithgow doing a watercolor portrait of your dog. Of course, we all know him from Third Rock from the Sun, and he was in Dexter. Okay. Um, You can do... That was a strange place to start. I know it was. But, like, that's what these items are? They're they're just, like, super personalized. Yeah. You could do a 20-minute Zoom call with 20 questions with actress and filmmaker Maggie Gyllenhaal. Well, hopefully I don't win it because I'm just saying her name wrong. I know what your first question would be. <laughs> uh, that's going for 500 bucks. Okay. Oh, I would I would ask her questions about Jake. Oh, I thought you'd ask her how to pronounce her name. Uh, Sarah Silverman is on there yep. for a 20-minute Zoom as well. Same thing. You can take a pottery class with Busy Phillips in New York. You can have Lena Dunham from the show Girls paint a mural in your home for only 600 bucks. Well, this is kind of fun. You can have lunch with uh, The Handmaid's Tale Emmy-winning actress Anne Dowd. She's the, like, scary um, woman that works with all of the maids. I don't. I haven't watched that show. Did I sound like I was in on it? I was like, yeah. How about this one? 2000 bucks will get you a Zoom with the entire cast of New Girl. That's fun. That one's cool. But now people are starting to make things up in the comments section. You know Tom from uh, Succession? Yeah. Can I 
can I bid on this for 600 bucks? Matthew McFadden will walk like your dog for an hour <laughs> on all fours. That's what they need to do if they want people yeah. actually bidding. Like, let's get some silly things going on. I wonder if <laughs> that's a really great one. I wonder if uh, that will be where this goes. Like, if it celebrities should. are seeing, like, oh, it's bringing in way more money if we do really stupid stuff. I can't imagine, like, trying to make money on Cameo where people, like, ask for you to say specific things and you're like, do I have too much pride for this or will I do this for $200? Like I've seen uh, ex uh, athletes have to like bash their, their team. You know what I mean? Like an ex Calgary flame would have to talk about how much he likes the Oilers just to make 200 bucks. I have uh, bought a cameo once in my life and it was Jan Arden for my mother's 60th, 60th birthday and you mixed it in with a bunch of like her friends, closest friends and family. family yeah daughters grand grandkids so when it got to jan arden i was like oh this is gonna be so worth it i don't even know what we spent like 400 bucks or something my mom's like who's that and jan arden talked for like 20 minutes like i don't know she's like if you want to get your money's worth with yeah. a cameo Get Jan Arden because she rambled. But like your mom, my mom was like, "Next." Yeah, your mom <laughs> got up and went and made a cup of tea while the Jan Ar- while the four hundred dollar one true. was on. She's like, "What is she rambling on?" <laughs> they announced the nominees for this year's National Toy Hall of Fame. Okay, I'm so curious. What are kids into? Because that's all I thought about in the '90s was toys. Yeah, yeah, and, and still the, today. And the well, yeah, different kind, but. The commercials were always so amazing, and they aimed right at us. This is going to bring you back. I'm going to read you off the 12 nominees this year. I think the National Toy Hall of Fame must be relatively new, because if these haven't been put in yet, what? Here's the guy that decided on the top 12. So it's really fun to sit as a group to go through the thousands of nominations that we receive every year and really pick what 12 we think best fit our criteria. So what 12 toys are iconic? What 12 toys have withstood the test of time and have had that longevity? Which toys have discovery and learning attached to them? And which one of them are innovative as well? All right. So, I mean, for somebody who runs the Toy Hall of Fame, I wish he would have been a little bit more interesting. (laughs) But uh, here we go. The finalists this year, half of which are going to be put into the Hall of Fame. Baseball cards. Battleship. Lights out that game. Okay, I'm bored so far. What's next? You don't play Battleship? Go ahead. No, I'm not saying it. You've played a game. There's a different version. You've played a game in a bathroom stall before. (laughs) No, what movie is that from? I don't remember. (laughs) Bingo. Oh my god! Who made this list? What are you talking about? This is so boring. Those are heavy hitters. Where's the flying fairy that almost took out all of our eyeballs in the '90s? Okay, well let's get let's keep going here. Maybe you'll get more connected. But your attitude so far stinks. I wouldn't let you play with my toys. (laughs) Bop it. Okay, we're getting better. I yeah. like that. Bop it is where my anxiety roots from when it starts to go really fast yeah, and yeah. you start panicking. Yeah, it's a little too much for it's a, it's some a people. Cabbage Patch Kids. That's good. Choose your own adventure books. I love that. Connect Four. Okay, yeah. The Ken Doll. Okay. Uh, Wait li- a minute. Ken Doll's in before Barbie. No, I think Barbie must have been put in years, years past. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little Tyke's Cozy Coop. Don't know. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Nerf. Nice. How isn't that in yet? And also, did everyone just take a bite out of their Nerf growing up? No. Me neither. 
slime. Also that. All these are like, mm, this. Uh, Lisa would put in the top six that tasted the best yeah, out of these. Silly putty. Uh, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Like how, there's a few here. How are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. Nerf, Bop It, like and baseball cards not in yet. I feel this way about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame all the time. You're yeah. telling me that this is the first year that Kate Bush is getting put in it. The Spinners, Rage Against the Machine. Like, I know that it, you have to have, like, your first single or big hit, commercial hit, had to be 20 years prior. But, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, you, it is interesting. It's also strange with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame how they'll put in people that have, like, never had any association with rock music before. No, that's, that doesn't matter anymore. But that's like if the National Toy Hall of Fame was like, okay, this year it's either going to be baseball cards, battleships, or Honda Civics. I mean, the Honda Civic lasts forever. Yeah. I know people that have had, still have their Honda Civic from high school. and Right, it's, but it's not a they, toy. They, they haven't got had an oil change since either, and it's still <laughs> trucking. The joke was that it's not a toy, though. Like, your Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's not rock. Artists that get in there quite often aren't in rock. Okay, but I'm just... Uh, but my point was, that's their prized possession, that's their toy. It still holds up. Okay, you know L Magazine, how they do the word association singing game? Mm-hmm. They did it with Hozier recently. Okay, Hozier's new album, I listened to it. Yeah, pretty I, solid. Yeah, I really like track number two. Okay, right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good round. Let's listen to some of it, and then I'll put you on the spot, and we'll be playing it, okay? Okay. Sweet. I want to stop and thank you, babe, how sweet it is to be loved by you. So you get the game, right? Mm-hmm. They give different celebrities a word, and they have to try to sing a song with it. Here's another one. Celebrate. I have to celebrate you, baby. I have to praise you like I should. Uh, and then they gave him this one, which is kind of cheating. Dog. Yeah, take me to church, I'll worship like a dog at the shrine of your life. I would have sang, celebrate good times, come on. Yeah. And then I would have done the dog days of summer. Uh, but like he just had to sing his song there. Maybe that was the For goal. the dog, yeah. A little bit ridiculous. Anyway, uh, you, you ready to go? I got three lined up for you. Okay. Last time we did this, I just like blanked and then we almost went off the air because it was. Yeah, it wasn't good. You didn't silence. Do... Well, I got a timer ready to and go. And I this haven't time. had a coffee yet today. Let's not forget that fact. Okay. So no judging me. Best of luck. Thanks. Your first word is problem. I've got 99 problems, but I ain't one. Okay, well done. Uh, next up, we got baby. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Is Baby in that song? Baby. How's that one go? Baby got back is the name of the song. So, yeah, I guess it's in there. Uh, see, but... I, my brain knew. No, but you just didn't, didn't know which sing... part of the song. Right. So that's Still a fail. Counts. That Still counts. Absolutely, it's that doesn't in the count. Song. Yeah, but you didn't sing the part uh, with Baby. Okay. Quick vote on the text line. Because I haven't had a coffee, everybody knows that like that's where my mind was going. That counts as a point. Mm-mm. Votes, please. No, please, everyone, please vote honestly, which is she didn't get that yes, one. Yes, I did. It's in the song. It's in the song title. Okay, next. Oh, my God. 100% on this test. Back. My neck, my back, my. Are you trying to purposely <laughs> get me in, like fired? Why? 
I mean, I guess everyone else was probably thinking Britney Spears or (laughs) (laughs) mine immediately went to that song. We want to talk about men's deodorant. We're counting down the top seven names for specific men's deodorant. If you know yours off by heart, you buy a specific name. Maybe it's because you like the name. Sure. Or it makes you laugh. There's actually something uh, psychological behind what kind of deodorant you wear, the impact it can have on you, whether it makes you laugh when you read the title of it, or it gives you more confidence, makes you feel more adventurous, because the names of men's deodorant are funny. Compared no, to, they're hardcore. Compared to women's deodorant where it's like, it's just lavender. Or it's like it's, coconut lavender with a hint of lime. It's vanilla. Right. It's just getting to the point. Whereas you kind of have to lie to men. You got to say that it smells like uh, the peak of Mount Everest to make them go like, yeah. Yeah. Or this like, is what I want. Big muscle deodorant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But there is something psychological behind it. Really? So, I mean, why not? Do what you got to do to get some sales. So we're going to count down the top seven names of deodorants. And if you have a suggestion, you've seen one, it's yeah, the one yeah. you use. Please let us know about it at 780-784-7107. It could be an honorable mention or make the list. And these are like the most ridiculous names for men's deodorant. <laughs> oh, yeah. First time texter, please, uh, if you are contributing to the show, we'd love to know your name. Also, tell us three things about you. Just kidding. You don't have to do that. But they wrote in saying, I have a deodorant and it's titled Skateboards and Fresh Roses. <laughs> like, you don't need the skateboard part. Yeah, what does that smell like? <laughs> Right? A lot of like a rubber, lot of the ones will be wheels? like sport too. Yeah, like why? Yeah. Like a badminton birdie? What sport are we talking about specifically that this smells like? Jules, I work in the health and beauty department at Walmart. Men's deodorant definitely have the weirdest names. There's an old spice shark hammer. What yeah, is, that what does almost that mean? made the list. Can it be hammer wouldn't it be hammer shark? No, it's a shark's <laughs> hammer. Uh, one of the ones that didn't make the list as well, King of the Gang. Like wh- What? Yeah. Um, this one here from Haley, uh, she wrote in saying, I'm a woman, but I use men's deodorant because it works better. Mm. And it's actually cheaper. That's a-, a fact. A lot of women are starting to buy men's products. So sorry, once the industry catches on, guys, your products are going to go up in price. But to cater to women, they have like these pink colors, purple colors. But at the end of the day, it works just as good as men's stuff or men's products work better, mm-hmm. but they're way cheaper. Yeah. Like I did notice two razors side by side the other day and it looked like the men's one was even like one more razor blade and the woman's one was more expensive. I yeah. was like, why? What? What is? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Haley wrote in saying my current one, cause she uses men's deodorant is called stone. Yeah. And she's like, last time I checked, stones don't smell <laughs> like uh, much other than dirt. Yeah, or like whatever <laughs> they're around. Stones by water will smell like that water. Okay, so we're counting down the top seven men's deodorant names. At seven, stench kicker. At six, we got Captain Dry. Do you see yourself shopping in that aisle and choosing based off of names? Or yeah. do you go off of what the packaging looks like? Or what's what's going through your mind? I usually just get whatever's on sale. Okay, that's fair. And or- then if I find one I really like, I'll like take a couple runs at it. But then I just always end up going back to whatever's on whatever's sale. Whatever's on sale. You But you make sure you get ones without aluminum in them, right? Yeah. At no... Does Wolf Thorn have aluminum in it? That's number know. five <laughs> on the list Thorn. of the most ridiculous deodorant names for men. At four, we got Sweat Slayer. Three, <laughs> Night Panther. 
That's for the guys that are going out in the yeah, evening. Exactly. Like they, but do they make it like so That's that like pre-bar guys, appliance? Like dumb guys will walk up and be like, "Oh, that one looks good." I spend time outside <laughs> at night. That one's for me. That's why it's so ridiculous. Two stinking rich. So it makes you feel. We were saying earlier on the show there is some uh, psychology here. It can affect you, your confidence. It can brighten your day if you know that that's being applied to your body. I would love to be in the meeting where they actually name these products, though, because they must be laughing. I don't think they are. I think they take it very seriously. Like somebody throws a sword in the middle of the table and is like, I've got it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, number one, we've got Pits of Glory. (laughs) Amazing work to the... uh, the company's naming these things. Yeah, so if you know the name of your deodorant, feel free to text it in. But also, go home after work today and read what the name of like yeah. your husband's deodorant is and call them that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we learn things from TV or movies. You don't even really know that you're processing it, but then all of a sudden like you know how to do something. And you're like, where did I learn this? You have absolutely upped your cooking game, and I think it's because of the show The Bear. Well, The Bear and that, uh, man, it, the competition where all the people are doing, like, the smoking and barbecuing. But they have to barbecue in, like, random objects. Yeah, yeah, but still, <laughs> I learned a lot from that show. Those ones, though, like, make sense, right? Okay. It's sometimes the more hidden things that you learn. That- oh, I have an example. Is anyone else with me where you learned that bananas have tons of potassium because of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when the Uh brother faints and then she feeds him. She's like, get me a banana. And they're like force feeding the kid banana because it's got lots of sugar in it to wake him up. Okay, so sugar and potassium. Yeah, yeah, so the bananas having lots of potassium. Learn that from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. There's a kid who is making the news because uh, he hauled an adult into a safe situation and gave them CPR. Here's the clip. I pulled him out of the water, and then uh, I pulled him to that shore over there, and I gave him CPR. And where did you learn to do that? I just saw it on TV. So they dug a little deeper, Stranger Things. The kid learned how to do CPR from watching Stranger Things. It's incredible. And saved somebody's life with it. It really is. If anyone has other examples of things that you learned and you still know to this day because of a TV episode or a movie, anything of that sort, let us know. I learned how to make queso from uh, Schitt's Creek. You're such a liar. This is like the opposite. This is a scene where all of us watch this episode of Schitt's Creek, and we still to this day don't know what folding in the cheese means. Next step is to fold in the cheese. What does fold in the cheese mean? He folds it in. I, I understand that, but how, how do you fold it? Do you fold it in half like a piece of paper and drop it in the pot, or what do you do? David, I cannot show you everything. Okay, well, can you show me one thing? Here's what you do. Uh, you just fold it in. Okay, I don't know how to fold broken cheese like that. And I don't know how to be any clearer. You take that thing that's in your hand, uh-huh. and you... If you say fold in one more time... It says fold it in! This is your recipe. You fold in the cheese then. Don't you dare. You fold it in. David! Yeah, that's how I learned how to make queso. Fold it in. Man, that show is Mm. 10 out of 10. Apparently they're working on like a movie or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. So yeah, let us know if you learned anything from a TV show or a movie. Sarah wrote in saying, I found out I have a medical condition based off of a character I was watching on a show once. Really? Yeah. How cool is that? Captivating. 
780-784-7107. Hit us up. Don't bother texting in if you're going to try and say, oh, Grey's Anatomy taught me how to be a surgeon. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Maybe it did. <laughs> I don't think Wouldn't so. Wouldn't that be a story? <laughs> the office even taught a specific about CPR. We got this texted to us. Uh, I found the clip. Okay, well, a good trick is to pump to the tune of Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Do you know that song? Yes, yes, I do. I love that song. <clears throat> First I was afraid, I was petrified. No, it's... Ah, 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 Staying Alive, okay. yes, Staying yes, yes. Alive. You were- yeah, Which a- is like an ironic song. <laughs> it's just, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like... <laughs> Super valid point. Did they make that beat on purpose? I don't know. And then wrote the lyrics? It's brilliant. <laughs> um, Alex wrote in saying, when I was younger, I would start watching YouTube videos on how to fix vehicles. And that's how I started fixing my own vehicles years later. I'm now being sent to school by my work to become an apprentice. Awesome. For mechanics. 780-784-7107. Sarah, you learned something off the show. Friends. What was it? Uh, that you pee on a jellyfish stick. And did you ever have to implement this in your actual life? Yes, when my sister-in-law got stung by a jellyfish and she was screaming and so I peed on it. <laughs> so was it like on her leg? Like whereabouts was it? On her arm. And you just had to squat, <laughs> squat oh, down I on don't the pee. beach? I'll pee anywhere. I pee all over the place. So I was like, come here. <laughs> just pee on her arm. <laughs> did, uh, did it help? She said it did. She okay. still has a scar from it, but it, it helped the burn. And you guys have never been closer. Exactly. And she knows I would always pee on her for life. Now, <laughs> can girls aim? No, we suck. So was it just like it splashing just everywhere? everywhere? Yeah, it was a lot. You just, you just go push and it sprays everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Because I would be able to like knock a dime off a table six feet away. <laughs> so... I just wondered why you were the chosen one. Was it just the two of you there? No, it's because everyone knows that I would do it. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Hilarious. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. We are joined by Caller7, who has been trying to get through with 1K Wordplay since the start. Gary, what's up? (laughs) Woo, I'm so excited. Aw, you're the best, Gary. Gary, weren't you... um, the listener that got like a new stereo system in your shop to pick up our our show better? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you were able to find us and stream us and everyone listening can do so as well. Take us anywhere you go. Uh, play107.com. Okay, Gary, congratulations. Caller 7. Ryder, do you want to break down Why how? don't you do it today? No, you do it. I've talked too much. Gary's got to get back to work. All right, Gary, you're going to pick a teammate, either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room. You then give, uh, well, then give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite your teammate back in who hasn't heard any of your answers. They'll play the same game. For every answer that matches up, 25 bucks. Hit them all, and it's 1000 Who's your teammate, Gary? I'm going to go with Ryder today. Nice. Yeah, you are. I'm so happy because I, I, <laughs> I'm, I love my words today. Okay, we're going to wait until he's completely out of the studio. Gary, I will start your 25-second timer right after I say the first word. Good luck. Thanks. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say flex? Flex? Uh, muscle. Queen. Uh, king. Carve. Uh, turkey. Cheerios. Cereal. Blend. Uh, juice. Great job. And you had so much time left on the clock still. We'll invite your teammate back in. <laughs> All right, so <Ryder>. nervous. <laughs> you know what? 
It's nerve-wracking. Is your heart racing a mile a minute? Yeah, oh, it is. I'm shaking. <laughs> well, you did great. I got coffee jitters without coffee. Okay, Gary, you can relax now. Your, your job is done. Now we just got to rely awesome. on Ryder to step it up. Ryder, what comes to mind when I say flex? Muscles? That's correct. <laughs> We're rolling, of, Gary. We are rolling. We awesome. got 25 bucks. What comes to mind when I say queen? King? 50 bucks. <laughs> what comes to mind when I say Cheerios? Cereal. $75. Awesome. What comes to mind when I say carve? Pumpkin. Turkey. No. I know. I was, so I was so worried about this one. Uh, that was it's a okay. tough one. It's okay. We're going to try and send him home with 100 bucks. What comes to mind when I say blend? Smoothie? Juice. Okay. You know what? It was a good game. I, I, hey, I'm happy. You picked up 75 bucks. Thanks, Gary. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. You guys are great. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Love is energy. It's so good. Next chance to play tomorrow morning at 7.50. And then all next week, we're doubling up your chance at $2,000. A recent stat was uh, released that I found interesting. This is in heterosexual couples. 60% of men are turned off by a woman who doesn't have a hobby. Is scrolling TikTok a hobby? I don't believe that would count. But like in some situation, who has the time for a hobby? I don't. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't these days, you like, know? I'm so stressed. I was literally just talking to a bunch of women that are in my book club and I'm like, I don't I don't have time to even organize it this year. I've been doing it for five years. Yeah. And I'm super stressed out about it. So hopefully I can figure something out. But that was one of my favorite hobbies for the past five years. Yeah. But yeah, trying to squeeze in time to have a hobby can be difficult. Well, I think it's it's about planning. You have to plan for your hobbies cuz like and prioritize them for I sure. I love golf. But if I don't book with friends a tee time in advance, I just end up not golfing. Yeah, cuz yeah. like occasionally somebody'll ask me if I want to go last minute and I'll say yes and be available, but I'll make myself available for that hobby. You know what I mean? Totally. So I do think that there's something to be said about scheduling, even though it seems inconvenient at times when you're, you know, feeling comfy on the couch and you got to pack up your ball stuff. So maybe that's where the turn on is. People that prioritize mm -hmm. bringing themselves joy and having a hobby, distracting themselves from things outside of work and their relationship. Also, I think there's something to be said about not having to feel guilt while you're participating in your hobbies yeah. if your partner has a hobby. And it's safe, it's very important to have different lives. Yeah. Lives? Lives, yeah. Lives? <laughs> I should learn how to speak. speak and you can take I, that up as a hobby. I should probably get back into that book club yeah. and re read one. <laughs> the Writer and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.